Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to Light and dark. 
darkness they cannot mix at all. Kabuji was so exciting, but he wasn't a, a Christian, a genuine Christian. My pastor said to me, the word of God is true. What has a light got to do with darkness? Your body is the temple, the temple of the Lord. So don't give your body to poison like Kabuji, Kabuji. He promised me and other girls. He promised to marry them too. From the depths of my heart About the way I feel Mm-mm-mm-mm. Sometimes I feel like writing you a letter Or sending you a card To tell you how I love you I really do, Jesus Sometimes I'm beside myself Cause I really don't know how to love you back You've been good to me You are my God I call you my Savior Jesus, Jesus You died for me 
Amen. It's time for the word of God. Amen. How many of you have been enjoying our revival at seven service this evening? I believe God has a message for you and I. If you're excited as I am, make some noise. Let's welcome our father, Bishop Dagelon be seated. Let's welcome Bishop Eddie to just bring us greetings. Wow. What a blessing to be here. Your church is really nice. Wow. It's the best church in the whole of Africa. South of the Sahara. It's not only beautiful, it's not only ultra modern, it's not only cosmopolitan, it's not only state of the art, but the anointing is always fresh. I feel the presence of God when I just drive. Oh, so beautiful. Daddy, God bless you. We love you, we cherish you. We enjoy the anointing on your life. God bless you. Enjoy the service. You will not live here the same, I tell you. Hallelujah. Right. Um. Hallelujah. What a blessing. All right. Powerful. Powerful. Fantastic. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your great, wonderful presence tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, tonight, 
may be one of the most important nights you are here. Because the Holy Spirit is here and the Holy Spirit is touching your life. Amen. And I want you to kind of open your heart to the Lord. Amen. So tonight I'm sharing with you on what I call the spirit like a dove. The spirit like a dove. There's a song like that. Oh, let the son of God unfold you with his spirit like. Let him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let him have the things that hold you and his spirit like a dove will descend upon your hearts and make you whole. Oh, let the Son of God unfold you with his spirit and love. Let him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Descend upon your hearts and make you whole. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come and fill your lives. Jesus. like a dove will come upon you will descend upon you thank you 
wonderful Holy Spirit for your wonderful presence tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want you to listen carefully. John chapter 1 verse 32. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove. Alright? And it abode upon him. And I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. So he said in verse 32, and John bear record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove. Now, basically, I'm sharing with you about operating in the anointing. When I say operating, like maneuvering, relating with, and walking in step with the Holy Spirit. Now, I am quite sure because of the reports I've heard from heaven, that heaven is completely different and the spirit world is completely different from what we're experiencing, we are all experiencing now. Like those are the reports I've had. So, I realize that perhaps that is the reason why we are not so easily able to relate with spirits. So when you say that the madman of Gadara had a legion, which is 6,100 foot soldiers and about 720 horsemen. I mean, that is a lot of people. Isn't it true? And horses, spiritual horses. In one person. So like our minds, where would they park? How do they park? How do they arrange themselves? How much space does a spirit need? It looks like a spirit doesn't need much space. Physical space. And then we also hear the spirit came out of a person and went in. They come to you as a house. So it's like, it's still, they still seem to fit into you. Do you see? That's wonderful. So, I am not surprised that the Holy Spirit, uh, God would help us to relate with him by likening the Holy Spirit to certain things that we can relate with. So that when you can relate with those things, you can relate with the spirit. So that's why the Bible says, and I saw the spirit like a dove. Like a dove. 
So it's like a bird, and in particular, like a dove. But there are different kinds of birds. And it abode upon him. So, if we want the Holy Spirit in our lives, right, then we want somebody or something that is like a dove to come upon us. Now, you must have heard people say, sometimes when they are ministering, receive it. Now, if the Holy Spirit is God, you cannot say things like, all of you over here, take it. I mean like, as if God, you see, because God, can you imagine God, you are just throwing God here, calling God back, and throwing him to the left side. Your creator. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's quite fantastic. Now, the reason why something like that can happen is because the Holy Spirit himself has allowed us to liken him to certain things to be able to relate with him. And I can't go into all the other things now because that's not what we are into tonight. But at least this one we can relate with. This one for tonight. Relating with him like a dove. Spirit 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 like a dove. That word is there. From heaven like a dove. 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 So if you want the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon you, to stay upon you, you have to understand how to relate with God and with the Holy Spirit in particular. Now the Holy Spirit different from Jesus and different from the Father in many ways and Jesus tried to tell us when he told us in Matthew 12 that all sins will be forgiven. Remember, I think it was last week I was talking about the reactionary anointing that the Holy Spirit is this different kind of person. It seems like a very long time ago. What has happened this week? I forgot to tell you about the fasting. I can't believe it. I don't believe it. Wow. Somebody should remind me. Make sure you remind me next Sunday. We're resuming the fasting. Yeah. We're resuming. Yeah. We're going to be fasting. We are fasting till December. Amen. 
Are you with me? Now, the Holy Spirit, like a dove, Genesis chapter 8. Verse 1. Just stay calm. There's no rush. And God remembered Noah. And every living thing. And all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth. And the waters assuaged. And the fountain also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped. And the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned of the earth continually. Even after the end of 150 days, the waters were abated. By the way, there's a story of a flood in almost every part of the world. Of the great civilizations. All the great civilizations have a story of a big flood that wiped out people. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountain of Ararat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month of the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountain seen. Wow. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven. Wow. Which went forth to and fro. Until the waters were dried up from the earth. Verse 8. Also he sent forth a dove. From him. To see if the waters were abated. From off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. And she returned unto him in the ark. For the waters were on the surface of the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening. And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet other seven days and sent forth the dove. Which returned not again to him anymore. (laughs) Are you still around or you are leaving? Are you interested in knowing about the spirit like a dove? Yeah. And in the second month, on the 7th and 20th day of the month, was the earth dried. And God said unto Noah, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives. Alright? Now, the first 
thing is that the spirit is very particular. About where he lands. You see, in this story, in verse 7, you notice that the raven, he doesn't care to land his foot on dead meat and dead bodies. And all kinds of things. So, India, when he was sent the first time, he never came back. But the dove, very sensitive. Very sensitive. So you notice that the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. So she returned unto him into the ark. Yes. So the spirit, like a dove descending, Sometimes finds no rest for his foot, for the soul of her foot. You know, sometimes God wants to anoint somebody, wants to come on somebody, but and the dove says, No, not here. Ravens were okay. Ravens were okay. Raven went. Raven never came back again. It was a lost cause. That's how some missionaries and some pastors are. You train them, they go, they never come back. But the dove, very sensitive. Will not rest on dead meat and on death and on evil and on sin. Yes. So, you know, it is all well and good for us to shout, anoint me, fall on me. The dove is very sensitive. The Found no way. She returned. If he calls him she. It's a spirit that is jealous. It's the woman part of God. Because he, he created him in the image of God. Male and female. Is it a man and a woman together make the image of God? Yeah, not only a man. A man's ways and a woman's ways merge together to give the picture of God. So that is the jealous part. Sensitive. She, verse 8 says she, she found no rest for the sole of her foot. Yeah. And he took her and pulled her back in. There was nobody who could be anointed in the whole group. Sometimes you have a whole church and the spirit is coming. Can't come here. Can't land here. Can't get on this person. Can't get on this person. 
Because you see, when you anoint, that, that's why, you know, it's not everybody we pray for. You can't anoint evil. It becomes more powerful. Wickedness becomes more power, empowered. That's why I, I don't pray. I mean, I always remember Rick Joyner saying, don't pray for a devil. If you pray for a devil, he'll be more powerful to fight you. So if you want the Holy Spirit, you must remember that the Holy Spirit, very particular on, on, upon, about who he steps on. And that's why when the Holy Spirit has landed on somebody, there must be something he found somewhere to rest. He found somewhere to rest. And that's why he landed on that person. So my prayer is that like when the spirit like a dove comes down and he sees your head, he will not draw back because you are a thief. Because you are a liar. You know, when I first started sending people out, sometimes people wouldn't do well mysteriously. I always didn't know why is this person not doing it. But over the years, and you find out something else is within going on underground. So the Holy Spirit, you see, God is the one who sees us in our hearts. He sees us in our genuine reality. You know? Yeah. So I think that you should be very concerned about how God sees you, not what people think. People can have so many ideas about you. But it's what he, the dove, thinks. Not the raven. Your professor in your university may like you, but will God like you? Or the masses may like you, but the, the masses may vote for you, but does God like you? Maybe God doesn't like you, but the masses like you. We don't preach to the crowd. We preach that does God like her? Because the raven, the raven, no problem. So my raven was stepping on me, but you see, raven was, raven are not sensitive like doves. So you may be appointed a school prefect, appointed a president, a vice president, a minister, but would the spirit even touch you? Yes. My great honor and respect is for people upon whom I can see the Holy Spirit has actually felt free to descend on them. Yeah, you should, you should have some even proper respect for that. Yes. Oh, the Holy Spirit may not ever descend on you. Then he sent another dove. In verse, the dove came into him in the evening and in her mouth was olive tree plucked. Even though he got an olive tree, an olive leaf, he said, I can't stay here. It's still not what I need. I'm still not finding a place. So I'm going back to the one who let me out. Still not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough for the dove. The dove had to fly back. To the crowded ark. 
where the doves, there were other doves and other birds and dangerous animals, etc. Rather than sitting on somebody who doesn't have enough what it takes to prepare for the landing of the dove. You'll be prepared from now in Jesus' name. Amen. So, prepare your hearts. Yes. And I believe that, you see, in First Samuel, the Bible tells us that God looks not on the outward appearance. It's not how people look. God looks on the heart. And that is a very common mistake by even the most spiritual people. Even the most spiritual. This mistake was made by the prophet Samuel when he was to anoint David. Is it prophet Samuel? Yes. When he was to anoint David. He made this mistake of looking on the outward appearance. And God rebuked him. He had to rebuke him actually whilst he was ministering. He said, no. Don't look at on the outward appearance. So you must grow up in your ministry not to look on the outward. Yes. Grow up in your viewing. Don't look at the outside. He says, but God looketh on the heart. So if God is using me, he must have looked at my heart, not at my outward appearance. Yes. He must have looked at my heart, not on my outward appearance. And when I look at people, I often try to look at their hearts, not what. Even even if they even if they even if they sin. Yes, even if they you see, you see when you sin, when you do something wrong, you see. Pray that you always have somebody who will look to the heart. Yes. That's why I don't easily give up people. Maybe everybody shout at him now. Because God looks at the heart. He doesn't look at the frame and the outside. Learn to look at hearts. That's, that's what God is looking at. To learn. Dove is not landing. Dove is looking at something very sensitive about Amen. Amen. And there are people who look wrong. Everything about them looks wrong. But God looks at the heart and says, I can land here. You are a landing strip for the Holy Ghost. So try to purify your heart before God. And try to look at hearts. 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 You know, when I relate to you, I always like to relate with your heart. If I've not related with your heart, I've not related with you. Like if you haven't related with my heart, you've not related with me. Like if I'm relating with you, I try to relate with your heart. If you've not related with me in my heart, and I'm not related with you to your heart, like you'll be relating with me, but we've not related. You don't understand. Yeah. I know you may not understand. Heart to heart. Like God said, these people draw near to me with their lips. But their heart is far. So your heart, huh? You know your body, I don't know what kind of body you have, but you see, it depends on what happened to you before you got saved. And even after being saved. 
Your body can have all kinds of training. Yes. Your body, your body have learned how to eat this, eat this, do this, do this, so many things. So, God looks beyond all that. You know, that is why sometimes you wonder the people that God uses. There are perfect people. I tell you, they don't like, they don't like God. Good, this type of good people, eh? People who haven't done this before. They've never made a mistake. They've never fallen before. These type of people, they, they often don't like God. I'm telling you. When you work in the church, you, be, you start you even like sinners more. Especially, you see, there are people that are humble. Yeah. Yeah. When Jesus called the woman in adultery, he said, don't do it again. Later, later. I'll see you later. Don't do it again. Play on. Wicked people are trying to finish her off. So, my prayer is that when the spirit is coming down, I will see my head and say, I can land here. Do you know that a plane cannot land any, everywhere? we had to expand our airport to be able to receive 747. Tamale Airport, they expanded it so they could receive 747. One time I was in Kenya and uh, we're driving by a red strip and they told me that the planes from Nairobi come here. Red sand. I said, this is where they land. I said, can a plane land? They said, yes, it lands here. When they are going to the safari, they land on this one. I said, wow. Red sand. So sometimes you may think the spirit cannot land on somebody, but he has said, I can land here. I'm okay here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Wow. All right. Now, number two. And I want you to uh, take note of these beautiful things about the dove. Amen. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. And we are going to read from verse 1. Arise and shine. (laughs) For thy light is come. You know that, don't you? You are shining. Verse 7. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. And they shall come up with acceptance on mine altar. And I will glorify the house of my glory. Verse 8. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as doves to their windows? 
Who are these that fly as a cloud and as doves to a window? To their windows. Who are these? This scripture shows you that doves don't just go anywhere. Again, who are these that fly as a cloud and as doves to their specific windows? If you've ever been where there are doves, you find out that doves go specifically to where they feel safe. Even when the anointing is on me, I don't feel safe to minister everywhere. There are, I'm growing to have in me help that I can give to people. But you cannot help everyone. You learn it with time. You learn that when you help some people, they will attack you. They need you. But you can't help them. The doves, who are these that fly as a cloud and like doves to their window? They come. In this window, I will not be attacked. In this window, I'll be safe. One day I was somewhere, someone said, you are very quiet. I said, I am quiet. Very quiet. When I'm with you, I must be quiet. I must be quiet. Because I don't feel safe. The Holy Spirit, you know, I can talk for hours. When we are traveling, we can travel from the morning till midnight. There's no music in there. Not because we don't like, because I like music. You know that I like music by now. There's too much to talk about. In a particular window, you land. At other windows, you just fly and say, hey, let's keep going on. This window is dangerous. Who are these that fly as a cloud and like doves to their windows? So, a dove is looking for safety. Are you a safe place to, are you a safe person for somebody to help? Some people, you help them, you regret You regret ever coming near them. You regret ever having anything to do with them. Strike you back. Touch you. Come against you. The Holy Spirit, when you know the Holy Spirit, you'll be surprised he will tell you not to help somebody. I tell you, you won't believe it. He will tell you, don't. Don't help this person. Don't feel sorry. You will hear him say, don't feel sorry for this. Don't feel sorry for this one. <laughs> don't feel sorry. Don't say anything to this one. You hear, you hear the spirit say, this one is a fool. Leave him. So friends, who are these that fly as a cloud and as doves? So when you are flowing with the spirit, you start to not descend. You don't go everywhere. You don't go everywhere. You don't go everywhere. You're not safe. 
you minister, you'll be surprised what somebody will tell you after you've ministered and poured out your heart and poured out your love and poured out everything that you have. Yes. There are times the Holy Spirit has whispered in my heart, just enjoy the prosperity. It's something difficult for me to do in a certain sense, to enjoy prosperity. Like, I don't, I'm not used, not that I'm not used to enjoying, like, what is it? We are not here for enjoyment. But it's like he's trying to say, these people can't receive all these things you have. You can't land there. You can't land there. I was going somewhere. They said, we want you to have a pastor's conference. I said, I should have a pastor's conference. These people, do they come? If I'm having gift myself, do they come? Don't come. Why should I go there to go and have a, a conference? Like I should, for a special time that I'm doing something else, I should specially go and have a conference. For somebody, when we are having year after year, you never even bother to lift your foot or finger to come. It's not everywhere you have to go. You will learn that you don't land. Jeremiah 48. Jeremiah 48. 28. Jeremiah 48, 28. O ye that dwell in Moab, leave the cities and dwell in the rock and be like the dove that maketh her nest in the sides of the hole's mouth. Be like the dove. You see, the the dove is specific about where it goes. Yes, not everywhere. Not everywhere. When you are young, you will talk and talk and talk. When you get more experienced and more sensitive to the spirit, you hear the spirit saying, rest, leave him to perish. Leave him to perish. You've done everything. He will not obey. He will not listen. He will not understand just leave him be like the dove which is specific and make your nest right by the mouth of the hole are you with me yeah one of my bishops called bishop saki and told him when i tell he was telling him when i tell him about this problem he doesn't even answer and he just talks about other things and I, I laughed when Bishop Zaki told me. I said, really? Is that what he said? He'll tell me about this problem and this problem. And I just change the topic and move on. There are things when you even get involved, it doesn't help it. You don't have to land there. Yes. How many times have I not wanted to go to certain places to preach? And sometimes people say, oh, you have to go. You have to go. If you don't go, it's somewhere. If you don't go, it's somewhere. Then I go then. I don't have to go there, but you have to go, you have to go. It's really some way if you don't go, it's really some way if you don't go. I say, I said, these people don't receive me. Oh, you have to go, you have to go. If you don't go, it's some way if you don't go, it will look as though. I say, I don't feel like going to this place. You have to learn to be like the dove and flow where you must land. Who are these that fly like doves? Who are these that fly, that fly like a cloud and like doves to their window. You may always be a window that the Holy Spirit will land on freely. Are you still around? 
Alright. Now. Number three. The spirit like a dove. Can fly away. Psalm 55 verse 6. Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then I would fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. If you've ever seen doves, the next thing is they're off. You see them there, the next moment they're gone. Very sensitive. So you find one of the things that people don't realize is that they don't know and are not sensitive. The Holy Spirit flies away. He's there, then he's gone. I see it many times. Many times. Yes. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. You are ministering. Somebody's walking around. Babies are crying. Somebody gets up. Somebody starts talking. Chatting. Laughing. You see them chatting. Chatting. Oh, that I had wings like a dove and I would fly away. Many times I see it. Sometimes I can sense the president. You see somebody totally unanointed and unaware. Totally unanointed and unaware of the presence of the spirit. Running around, doing the wrong things at the wrong time. You do this, then it's gone. If there are doves here, you do this. Hey! Fly away. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away. Many people drive away the Holy Spirit by their sudden wrong moves. So when you are around the anointing, you have to not be sudden. That's one of the things. And you have to be gentle. You have to be gentle with the Spirit and with the anointing. You have to be gentle. Yes. One of the things I don't like at all is meetings after meetings. When I finish and then see somebody's following me. It, it, it shows a lack of reverence for the anointing. They're following you, just trying to talk, trying to act in a wrong way at the wrong time. Not conscious of the fact that there is a presence. You see, I'm saying that you, you cannot relate with the Holy Spirit until you imagine him or think of him or work with him like you are working with a dove or something that is sensitive. He can fly away. There are many times, you know, when, when he finished preaching, like the, the anointing is real. Like right now, the anointing is on me. You see, Kenneth Hagin said, you know, uh, when God anointed him to teach, to preach, you know, many times he would just start preaching. So I didn't feel the spirit. But then in the middle, then the anointing comes. Anointing is not shouting. So then at that point, the anointing is there. And you, are, you are ministering under the anointing. And then 
You can sense it. You can sense it if you are, you see, if you can relate with the spirit, you start to feel the spirit practically. Either like a garment, like oil, like a wind, something. But the, the, the reality is also that he's like a dove. And the slightest thing can cause that anointing to just go. I, I've been in rooms where the, there was a presence, strong presence. Then somebody start laughing. Yeah, the person's not aware. Like a dove is gone. And actually, some of the most powerful things happen in private. You'll find out with time. I remember one time I was with Bishop Eddie in a room upstairs. At the colleague, I was with him and Bidiaria. Three of us. Suddenly, something just walked into the room. Everybody knew that some, somebody had, had come in. You know, the Holy Spirit is also like a person. One of the things of a person is like a presence. Like you feel that there's somebody there. It's something that also happens. We'll talk about that. But just like a dove, he'll be there. And you see people completely unaware of the spirit, of the presence of God. As soon as you finish ministry, the mantle, the anointing will be there because the, the power has come on. Because this, you see, what I'm speaking is there's anointing. That's how come people's lives are changed. If, if, if there's no anointing, no, nobody will ever change. Nobody changes. No, change is not by police. It's not by mother. It's not by father. It's by the anointing. You can ask people. There are people here. They will tell you they changed. Something changed them. Yeah. It's amazing. When you hear the testimonies, I mean, you just marvel. Say, hey, changes can be real. Many times I'm with people who don't fear, respect, recognize the presence of the anointing and then he has to fly away and I just accept it in my mind. He's gone. I can feel, like when you ask me, pray for me, honestly, just like Kenneth Hagin said to me, when I said to him, pray for me, there are not, there are times I'm not under the anointing. I don't feel any, now I feel the anointing. I prefer to pray for you under the anointing. I prefer to do things under the anointing. And sometimes the anointing lingers after the time of ministry, like Elisha was there, but there was anointing. I mean, there is a man of God, his, after he died, his grave was broken into and they kept taking pieces of his bones for years. I think George Whitfield. They kept taking pieces of his body and his bones for years after he died. Until they did something and they sealed it somehow. But they kept on coming there, taking pieces of his, his bones. That's why Calvin said when he died, he should be died in, a, in an unmarked grave. John Calvin. He said, don't marry me, bury me where nobody knows where I'm buried. Because the anointing even can linger in the dead. That's why people visit the graves of people, anointed people. So you must learn to be sensitive to the spirit. Because in a very casual moment, all your breakthrough can happen there. Whilst the power of the Holy Spirit is there. You must be sensitive. You must be sensitive. You know, when you are sensitive to the anointing, you even sense 
different types. Even when Kenneth Hagin is preaching, I can see different types of anointing. Sometimes he teaches like a prophet. And at other times he teaches just a pure teaching anointing. It's different. You can actually sense it. You can actually sense it. Different types. So we must become sensitive. Otherwise, you never experience certain things. And you'll be surprised that you are left out of great things. Great and wonderful things. Yes. The other night I was with Benny Hinn. And he finished ministry. And I got into the... Well, first of all, I, I, I didn't know whether I could go in. But he signaled, come, come, come. So I went in. Because, you know, there's, there's power. There's anointing. And whilst, whilst we were in, Pastor Chris was on stage and the presence was still there. He was just continued ministry. Same anointing. Then I took Benny Hinn's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I took his jacket. Careful, you see? You see now? Fly away. It's not every time you shout. You do something sudden then. The environment changes. Not always. You're shouting. Necessary. <laughs> so, Very wonderful. So that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Fly away like a dove and it's gone. And you miss. Number three or four, any number you have. Songs of Solomon chapter one. Songs of Solomon, chapter number one. My beloved is unto me, verse 14, as a cluster of camphor. In the vineyards of Engedi. Behold. Thou. Art fair. My love. Behold. Thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes. (laughs) Thou hast what? Dove's eyes. Now, the spirit descends upon you like a dove. And what is a dove like? A dove has very unique eyes. Such that the dove is... um, And Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 1 also says the same thing. Behold, thou art fair, thou hast dove's eyes. Thou art fair, thou hast dove's eyes within thy locks. Now, what are dove's eyes? 
There are different types of eyes. When you see an eye looking at you, you can even be scared. (gasps) Angry eyes. Fierce eyes. But dove's eyes are specially concentrating eyes. You see, a dove has a very narrow head and a very narrow focus of vision. So, doves have little distraction and they focus on you. Focus on you. That's a dove's eye. And doves, like the Holy Spirit, is focused on you to bless you. He's watching you. He's watching. His eyes are on you. You know, doves, there are two ways to see these doves' eyes. One is the lack of distraction and his focus. Doves' eyes. Love eyes which are focused. When you see God, you will not see anger. Almost everybody who has had visions of Jesus, they say, love eyes. Many people have just seen him and they just feel love. Like he's looking at you. He loves you. You feel bad, but he loves you. Don't look at yourself too much. You see, when you start looking at yourself, the presence of God will go away. When Adam and Eve look at them, they say, hey, we are bad. And that was the end of God with them. Yeah, God, no more fellowship with them again. They said they were bad. Because they would have just related with God. But when they look at themselves, how many when you look at yourself, Charlie? What do you see? Bad, bad, bad. But the dove's eyes which are focused on you, I tell you, the kind of love and the concentration. One of the things about doves is that they mate for life, which is unusual with animals. They will mate with you for life. Yeah. You are mine for life. You see, God doesn't give up on his people. God doesn't give up on you. When he calls you and he fixes his eyes on you that you have, have called you, he will never change his mind. Yeah. God doesn't change. He has dove's eyes. Thou hast dove's eyes. No change. Focus. No distraction. Narrow. The shape of the head, the skull of a, of a, of a dove is such that the eyes are forced to focus. Yes. So it's, it's focused on you. He's not changing his mind. It's just you are the one. You are the one. You are the one. Ten mistakes, you are still the one. Ten thousand mistakes, you are still the one. Wow. So me, I know God has chosen me. God has called me. No matter the mistakes I make. You know, I just want to be around people who will not crucify me. How many want that also? Just to be around people who will not end your life and ministry. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. That's why I am always, you know, when I started in the ministry, nobody wanted to give me a chance. So that's why I'm always defending people. Pastors, I always fight for them, fight for children. Hey, I don't remember even one person I've ever given up. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Unless you are going. But that I should give up on you now. No matter, I don't even know one person like that. If I think, I can't even. So, to hell, go away. Now, focus. 
You wouldn't know. So you know his love eyes. Focus on him. You are the one I've chosen. You are the one I want. You are the one I'm using. I'm using your little effort, your little preaching, your little attempt. I like you. You are who I have chosen. I want to use you and I will not change my mind. I'm fixed my eyes on you. I'm mating with you for life. When you know his concentration on you, you will not give up easily. You know that the dove's eye, thou art fed, thou hast dove's eyes. Dove's eyes are special. Anybody will want to marry somebody with dove eyes. Even me, I look at eyes to know people. There are people that are employed because of their eyes. I look at this person's eyes, I say, this person's eyes are filled with love for me. Eyes. I've seen people through their eyes. You see them. So this person loves you. He's a good person for you. It's not a perfect, but the love is so focused, focused, focused. Thou has dove's eyes. You get somebody who has dove's eyes in your life. Few brothers have dove's eyes. Concentrated eyes in your direction. But the Holy Spirit is like a dove. He's not changing. Why are you still? Sometimes you see brothers, like when you get a, this type of A1 brothers, they don't easily change their mind. You see so many problems. Oh, why do you still want to? Oh, I like her. Yeah. Everything goes, oh, I like. This is what I like. <laughs> they have dove's eyes. Yes, they have dove's eyes. Thou, behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes. Thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes. His eyes are on me. Even though I have all my problems, all my faults, all my cries, all my crybabies. I like you. I like you. I like you. Hear his voice for you today. Oh, I like you. He say, I like you. I choose you. I'm not changing my mind about you. You are his choice. Wow. What love is this? I love the dove eyes of the Lord. That's why you, you cannot change. See, after Jonah went to sleep in the fish for some days, the dove eyes of the Holy Ghost were such that he said to him, Arise, go and preach the same preaching I told you before you have gone through all these experiences. Go and do exactly what I told you the first time. I've not changed my mind. Second time saying, go and preach the preaching that I bid thee. Hallelujah. Are you there? Wow. Are you still interested in this dove? Are you sure you are still interested in the dove? Hmm. Now, the next wonderful thing about the dove, spirit of the Lord, is that he has a beautiful and a lovely voice. And when you, when you know that voice, it will jump you out of your bed. Songs of Solomon, chapter 2. 
verse 13. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 13. It says, The fig tree putteth forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, my dove. Hmm. Thou art in the clefts of the rock, in the secret place of the stairs. I told you they are quite specific where they go. Let me see thy countenance. He's calling his beloved a dove. Let me hear thy voice. Oh, my dove, let me hear your voice. For sweet is thy voice. And thy countenance is comely. Sweet is thy voice. This is the voice, the lovely voice of God. When you hear it once, you know it's everything. Just once. His voice, the voice of a dove, is so beautiful. When I heard those beautiful words from today, you can teach. From today, you can teach. I heard those voice, that voice, the lovely voice. He says, for thy voice and thy countenance, for sweet is thy voice. May you hear his voice deep in your heart. Huh? You would love it if you heard his voice. And you don't, you don't, you have to get used to hearing the still small voice in your heart. Somebody say, I want to hear a voice. My son, my son. No. If you look for that, you may never hear his voice. Yeah. My son, my son, I tell you this day. I call on today, 2017. You may never hear it. But his voice in your heart. Speaking to you even when you read your Bible. Give thyself holy. I heard his voice. Give thyself holy to these things. That voice. I was lying on my blue carpet in my father's hotel. Yeah. I remember because I was lying on the carpet. It was blue. All the whole carpet everywhere was blue. Blue carpet. Good carpet. Give thyself holy to this thing. That was the end of every other job up till today. That was the end of every money earning, money seeking work I ever did in my life. When I heard that lovely, he says, for sweet is thy voice. Sweet is thy voice. I have only become more prosperous. More. <laughs> yes. Sweet is thy Oh, my dove. Oh, my dove. Sweet is thy voice. Give thyself wholly to these things. Finish. Finish forever. Forever and ever. That was the end of business. And oh, I don't want it at all in my life. When I see people saying they are crossover, whatever, specialist. I say, wow. I don't have that. When he said to me, write a book. Me, a book. In, not a voice in a room. In my heart. Write book. I said, nobody will. Then he said to me again, write it. 
I said, nobody would. Who am I? You know, when he asked me to write books, I was 1996, 97. The first book was 1998. There was nothing. Who is ever going to listen to read me? Dark. Yeah. Right. And he said to me, you are not serious because you've not employed anybody. Anything you are serious about, you always employ somebody. So employ somebody. That will show that you are serious about writing a book. And I started to write. Frugality. Those were the sermons I was preaching. Prodigality. Poison. Beauty. All about fornication. Duality. Because I was preaching a series from uh, Ephesians. So most of those things were in Ephesians. Write it. Then I wrote to loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For sweet. Oh my dove. Hey, oh my dove. When I was one time in a I was in a hotel and the spirit said to me go and start churches in Ghana. You don't have churches in Ghana. I said, Ghana? He said, yes, you don't have churches in Ghana. Go and start churches in the nation Ghana. I was in Cape Coast. When I go, anywhere I heard the voice, the the physical place reminds me of of that voice, of that day. When I go to that particular hotel, I, I always remember that place and where the bed I was lying on when he said to me, go and start churches in Ghana. How sweet is thy voice? How sweet is thy voice? When I, read it, when I read the word, I hear his voice many times. In France, I was praying. And he said to me, deep in my heart, you know, you, saw, you have to also believe. You know, I'll, I'll give you a healing ministry. I said, okay, healing ministry. Thanks. Thanks. I don't know really, you know. Maybe it's my imagination. Maybe it's my imagination. But in the year 2000, when I was in Colombia, and I was asked to preach just once, I remember after the service, the host said, there's such a strong healing anointing. And I kept hearing that strong healing anointing. I remember one time, Archbishop was around, and he said, it is what did he say? It is authority. It is great something. He said, the way you just stand there, you just speak, and you say, okay, come, you are healed. And people start coming. He used the word. What did he say? He said, this is authority. <laughs> you know how he talks. <laughs> he say something mystical just now. <laughs> wow. So, the, the voice... Sweet is thy voice. It's not irritating. There are some beds which come. There's a bed that comes at 5 a.m. By the way, do you know the 5 a.m. bed? It's 5 a.m., 5 past 5. It it starts at 5 a.m., 5 past 5. When it's late, it comes at 5 minutes past 5, but it starts 5 a.m. sharp. It is 5 o'clock. I know the time by the different beds of the, the morning. They come at different times. Yes, I know the time by the... When I wake up, I say, what's the time? I start to listen. I don't hear this. I say, oh, no, it cannot be this time. It's around this time. 
you start to know the voice. So the spirit of God is so beautiful. How can you go and wait on God without hearing his voice? You just look. Where do you get an opportunity to hear his voice? If you are shrieking all for 15 hours a day. Huh? What do you think? One time I had the spirit saying to me, go and watch this film. So I watched it and I was wondering as I was sitting there watching it. Why am I watching this? Then the spirit said to me, because it's going to happen. What you are watching is going to happen. I was shocked. How sweet is thy voice. From today, the sweet voice of the spirit will be heard in your heart. And he will start to guide you. Yes, guidance. Guidance. You know something? I'll tell you something. I've got a new book called How to Neutralize Curses. And that book, you know, it has the last section of the book is all about how to neutralize curses. And one of the things that neutralize, because there's curse in the world. That's why almost all work leads to frustration. It's by being led by the Spirit of God, by His Word. When you are led by His Spirit, you don't go by the normal. You go by an abnormal route. So, you avoid the curse which is here. So when you start to hear the voice, it starts to lift you up above the contours, the valleys and the mountains and the contours of this earth. And you start to enjoy his power and his blessing. How sweet is thy voice. Oh my dad. Beautiful. Is it amazing? Are you glad to be here tonight? Oh, you are hearing his voice. You are hearing his voice. And finally, hmm. the spirit is like a dove. Because he has to open up his treasures to you. Songs of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 1. I am coming to my garden, my sister, my spouse. I've gathered my myrrh and my spice. I've eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I've drunk my wine. With my milk, oh friends, drink ye, drink abundantly, oh beloved. I sleep, I sleep, but my heart waketh. It is the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, Open to me, my sister. Open to me, my sister. My love. My dove, my undefiled. (laughs) 
for my head is filled with dew and my my locks with the drops of the night. Hey. The dove has treasures. You see, he's talking about the love, but he's likening his love to the dove. Unless the dove opens up to you. You will not enjoy the treasures that are hidden in the mighty spirit like a dove. So it's worth going to look for this wonderful dove and seeking the spirit and looking for God. Keep looking for God. God is real though. You know, there was a church where there were 200 people in church that night. Including somebody filming. And there was an elderly lady. She came on stage and started to give a testimony. And suddenly, as she stood there, she disappeared. And Jesus appeared. And everybody saw her. Yeah, it was a, it's a fantastic, it's on, it's on video. Jesus appeared. There were about 200 people there. Everybody just watched as Jesus appeared. The cameraman, I think he fell down, but the camera was still filming. Yes. God is real. Did I tell you last time about this church? It's actually the same church. Jesus walked through. That night, there were only 50 people. This second one, there were 200 people. It's the same church. 1954. Yeah. Jesus walked through the aisle. Greeting. Hello. 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 And then when he got on stage, he laid hand, the pastor down and knelt down and spoke to the pastor. The pastor will answer. Real. They saw it. So the Holy Spirit is real. You may not know that God is so real, but God is trying to help you to flow with him, to relate with him, to be gentle, not to let him fly away. To listen to his sweet voice. To hear when you hear it. Beautiful. Beautiful. He doesn't land on the dead. The sick and the dying. The drowning. On death. On evil. Too delicate. Touch. That's why a lot of people don't have the spirit. But you have the spirit from now. Cleanse yourself from all forms of defilement, especially in there. The wickedness that is in us, especially our hearts. Huh? But God is cleansing us and is using us. How many want the dove to come with her foot and descend? 
So anointed people are very, sometimes very sensitive. Yeah. Rick Joyner said, you know, if you work in his office, uh, so that he passes by, he doesn't see you. He doesn't see you. He's in the spirit. You may be thinking, he should greet you and laugh with everybody. His, his mind is on the spirit. You have to be careful sometimes with anointed people. Because he has a reason why he chose. What you may not choose. The one you despise. He chose him. You despise me. You should be careful with me. I would advise you to be careful with me. With anybody who is anointed. Even when I'm joking. I would advise you. Yeah. I would advise you to be careful. <laughs> Even when I'm joking. Yeah. Amen. The raven, you are dead, I can stay out. Dead meat. I'm okay. But the dove, I can't put my foot here. But he wants to put his feet on you. And he wants to use you. And he's going to use you. How many love the anointing? How many want to be near the anointing? Stand up. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Worship him. Thank him. Blessed be your name, Jesus.
Bring that person to me. Receive the anointing. Receive the anointing. Like a dove. Gentle and specific. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful Holy Spirit. Bring them all to me, please. Right here. receiving the anointing to be ministers of the gospel powerful ministers receive it thank you and receive it. Listen, do you know what I'm hearing the Holy Spirit saying? He's saying, it's question. This is a question. Why are you not anointed? And then I'm hearing the answer. Because you are not sensitive and careful. You are not sensitive and careful. Bring, 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 bring them. You are not sensitive and careful. Careful. How many want to be sensitive and careful? The anointed person may be your friend, but you must be sensitive and careful. The anointed may be with you every day, but you must be sensitive. 
and careful. Receive the anointing right now. It's all over you. 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 Like a blanket is falling over you. Receive it now. The gift of God. The gift of God. Watch out. Watch out. Jesus. 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 the spirit like a dove will not put her foot on the dead meat rotten evil no receive grace receive power receive anointing take it now take it it's flowing all over this place receive holy ghost lift your hands Receive the Holy Ghost. It's flowing, it's flowing, it's flowing, 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 flowing. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Put your hand on your belly. Some river is beginning to trickle out of your belly. I see a river beginning to flow out of your belly. Shalbe subre tarbe debrezenele. Shaliba chele. Bring this one to me. Bring this one to me. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive. Receive. To change your life and change your personality. Receive it. Bring her to me. Bring this one to me. Jesus.
thank him thank him his glory is upon you now lay your hands on your ears you are going to hear the sweet voice of the dove every spiritual deafness is broken in your life from today you hear his voice you hear his voice you hear his voice from tonight in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit Holy Spirit he's changing your mission he's speaking into your heart yes careful 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 power is in this place I tell you something is happening careful careful Mandel Dendrishen Jeshendrishan promotion listen listen close your eyes lift your hands listen to what the spirit is saying three things from today his spirit like a dove listen are you listening number one be sensitive be sensitive with the anointing and be careful with the anointed. And you will become anointed because the dove will not fly away. And number two, hear the sweet voice of the dove. The sweet voice of the dove. That gentle voice that comes through your Bible, that comes through the Spirit speaking. Nothing so strange but what His Word says to you. Let it come alive. Like the day I heard, Give thyself holy. Hear His voice. When He sees, speaks to you, and He says to you, Follow this man. Honor this man. Preach my word. Do my work. When he speaks to you, hear that sweet voice. And the third thing. I see the gentle soul of the foot of the dove about to descend and choose you as a resting place whatever is death in you death what is wickedness what stands as a yoke and a curse cleanse yourself of it that you'll be chosen as a resting place.
But the yoke is not permanent. And the curse is not permanent. It is removable. And it is being removed. But it is removed by your power and your own decisions. To cleanse yourself. For the death shall rest his gentle foot upon you, my son. My daughter. And you shall be used. Think not that it shall be only men. For he has chosen girls. And he has used them mightily. Therefore you shall also be chosen. Though you seem to be giftless. And you seem to be free of all special graces. A spirit like a dove shall come upon you. Shall rest a gentle soul upon your head. And you shall be turned into another man by the great power. So here are these three things. Servants of the Lord. And live. And live long. To serve in his palaces. And in his kingdom. Be sensitive. Be careful. Hear his voice. Follow it. Strip off your head whatever lies as a curse that the dove will not put his, his soul on you. Lift your hands and thank him. Jesus, thanks a million. Your mighty dove we receive tonight and we are healed tonight. All scourges, curses, yokes, iron bars that prevent your gentle dove from resting. Let your dove eyes concentrate on us, O Lord. Take not your loving eyes from our lives. Randezizo, randezemerigoste. Let your beautiful love, which is focused on us, continue. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. Leave them, leave them, leave them. Oh, let the Son of God unfold you with His Spirit and His love. Let Him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let Him have the things that hold you and His Spirit like a dove will descend upon your life. And make, and make you home. Speak, Spirit, oh Spirit, come and fill your land. Oh Spirit. Spirit, 
You know, when we talk about being sensitive, one of the things you need to be sensitive is when an anointed person switches like this. Switch. It's like gears. In one moment, it's just um, talking. Then in another, leave him, leave him, leave him. In another moment, it's prophesying. So you got to be careful. That's the switch that people are not careful about. And when you're not careful, fly away. Fly away. Fly away. Bye-bye. That's why people don't get blessed. That's why people can be around anointed people for a long time. And nobody else is anointed. Yeah. Somebody far away received the anointing. Far away received the anointing. People around don't receive nothing. Because it is very easy to see an anointed person as a just an ordinary person. Almost anything the person says, you can attribute it to something natural and some natural reason why the person is talking. You can have a natural explanation for what the person is saying. You know, you have to be very careful because not only is he offended but he flies away leaving you empty and leaving you with nothing that's the problem it's not even like anger towards you but you are bare and you have nothing yeah you know one day I heard a man of God say something it sounded like maybe he's speaking out of jealousy or anger or something you know, but then something struck me and said, watch this, what the person is saying. What he's saying can easily happen. Easily. Yeah, just concentrate on what I'm saying. What he's saying can easily happen. Because, you see, in that moment, we, I had a choice to choose between that. The person is speaking out of either his anger or his jealousy. But then something I believe the Holy Spirit would say, careful, this one can be the spirit speaking. But it's not angry or jealousy. It sounded like that, like jealous or anger. But it's not anger, it's not jealousy. It's the spirit speaking. <laughs> Fantastic. That, that's what I'm trying to say that, you know, when you are near and anointed, you can, it's, this one is saying it because of this, saying because of this, because of this. That's it. I've watched people stay in poverty as I fly higher with the gift that God gave me. It's true. Poverty of all types. And when you're anointed, whatever somebody does, it doesn't change your destiny. Because I called you alone. Even if you don't support it, I called you alone. I didn't call you with anybody. So be learn to be sensitive. The anointing is not found moving around in there. The anointing is on people. They are heavy, heavy mantles. 
heavy, heavy mantles. Where God builds 1,000 churches, you must know that his presence is somewhere working. Otherwise, he wouldn't build 1,000 churches. Yes. You have to know that God is somewhere. His power is doing it. So be sensitive, okay? Be sensitive to the spirit and be careful. Be happy, but be sensitive and be careful. Or you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. I don't want you to be empty and God doesn't want you to be empty. Like, devoid of help. When you are empty, like he flies away. All the help he was going to give you, it's like it just goes like that. It just goes, just goes. Just what you need. You really need it. You really, really need it. But that's going away. God doesn't want you to be empty. Or even poor. He wants you to be powerful and anointed. So, listen to his voice. Every time I listen to his voice, I escape the curse. Each time, like this, do this, do this. That's what I'm always listening to, to hear. It just takes me right, left, right, left. I know. I just want to hear from him. So, that's why I can be in a house, you never know that, you don't even know that I'm there. I'll be praying for 15 hours. You never hear me in the room even. <laughs> Because I really want to hear his voice. When you hear his voice, you won't die. Because he will save you and lead you. Always. He will lead you He will lead you to escape. You are escaping. In Jesus' name. Amen. glad you came to church his spirit like a dove spirit like a dove would not venture to put the sole of her foot well it was not a raven it's not a vulture it's not an eagle it's a dove too sensitive and too delicate for nonsense, despisement. When they despise Jesus, they started asking questions about personal questions. There are times I've been to place, they start asking questions. So, where's your wife? So, what about your family? So, when do you do this? Immediately, the spirit lifts like that. Because when you start asking certain questions, it's not out of a good heart. 
soon as they started asking, where is your father? Who is your mother? Why do you do this? Why do you do it? Why do you? No anointing, no healing, nothing, nothing happened there. Nothing. nothing. She said, Jesus could not, because the Holy Spirit left. Why do you think he could not? It was the anointing that made Jesus heal. Certain questions show your rejection. The question that you are asking, even those questions you are asking, shows your rejection of the person. Why should there be even one miracle? Who is your father? Where is your mother? Where is this? What is it? What are the need of those questions? The question reveal your rejection. You can see it straight away. Why should the spirit bother to heal anybody? But here you see four men with their paralyzed brother breaking through a roof. Something that doctors cannot do even up till today. And you see the anointing comes on Jesus with power. They are so reverent of his mighty power to heal them. And he come through the roof and descend. If we can come into your presence, we know that we shall be blessed. We shall be healed. There was mighty power for that. But those who call him a glutton had no respect for his power and the anointing of call him a glutton. He called the son of God a glutton. Like he likes eating. That comment shows you have no respect for that. That, that word. He's a glutton. You are commenting on his food. That's why you shouldn't be there when he's eating. Stupid. You see, not everybody can be close. When you are close and you see some things, you shouldn't have seen it. It spoils your heart. Call Jesus a glutton. But those who loved him, they likened him to some great, maybe it's Jeremiah. They, they, they likened him to great people. Maybe it's Isaiah. Maybe he's, he's, he's Elijah. Those who loved him. And those who could sense power. That's why people have nothing. Not that you even be cursed, but it just flies away. Jesus just kept moving on. The last part of his ministry, he just started roaming. You, you, you find Jesus' location far north, far east, far west. <laughs> the furthermost corners of Israel, Caesarea of Philippi, at the end. <gasps> Away from the despisements, wicked analysis. So be, be, be careful, you know. Be careful. Holy Spirit. Because it's, it's, it's all mixed up. In the natural and the supernatural. You don't even know when it's turning into a supernatural. Something is saying something. It's going to alter your life. Are you there? Father, thanks for your blessing tonight. And touching us. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. All right.
believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.daikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC.